0: Hey guys, Jason here with Spectrum Labs, and I'm back with another episode of The Hemp Startup Journey. And this is a very quick, but very interesting, very cool episode. This is with Dr. Sadapa Baira Reddy. He's a professor at the University of Nebraska Medical Center. And basically, we talk about cannabinoids, CBD specifically, and lung inflammation due to COVID-19. So in case you wanna look for his scientific article, it's titled SARS-CoV-2 induced respiratory distress, can cannabinoids be added to antiviral therapies to reduce lung inflammation? That's what we talk about during the conversation. It's very short, it's uh, maybe 20 minutes or so um, after I edit it, but essentially he, Dr. Bayer already talks about how cbd can impact the body positively to reduce inflammation to reduce cytokines in the body and um, just really cool stuff Um, we we try to break it down a little bit for almost anybody to understand so you should have no trouble trying to understand how this can affect uh, humans positively and uh, he mentions in the conversation that this is not a definitive study he's not saying that CBD will cure COVID-19 but can it directly impact the inflammation and the lung inflammation that happens because of COVID-19 infection in the body. So anyway, you can go listen for uh, to it for yourself. I'll put the links in the show notes about how you can reach out to Dr. Bayre And also, if you want to contribute and help him further this research, which can, if, if everything goes well, who knows, it could save many, many lives, then I'll leave the link to that in the show notes as well. So anyway, please listen and enjoy this conversation with Dr. Bayre Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me on the Hemp uh, Startup Journey. I really preci- appreciate your time. Welcome. Thank you. Um, So let's see, I guess I have a few questions for you, but before we get started, I always like to give a little bit of context to our listeners or anybody that's watching here. And can you share if if you're, let's say you're at a party, uh, which nowadays probably few and far between, but uh, you know, you introduce yourself to someone and then that person says, Oh, doctor, what do you do? How do you answer that?
1: Yeah. I was just, I'm a scientist and uh, deal with uh, working on a virus um okay. so the virus include like any virus you name it like we don't have uh, several of them like hiv Zika virus and now we work on fast COVID too
0: okay so that sounds uh, very amazing and it's scary at the same time <laughs> <laughs> so um I, when i when i was a kid i used to always say that i wanted to be a scientist uh, just because it seemed so cool so didn't turn out that way, but you know now I'm talking to a scientist. So maybe that's the next best thing. Um, and then, so let's see, how did you, um, what what kinds of things do you focus on as a researcher? So like on, you mentioned HIV and some of the things, like can you just yeah, expand on so, that?
1: Yeah, um, so like we are at, uh, right now, I'm working at University Nebraska Medical Center. Um, basically we are uh, focused on uh, understanding uh, pathophysiology of viruses in general in our labs and our long-term goals are to um, actually develop the therapeutics or to cure the diseases that affect the humans. Uh, that's a uh, general what we uh, look at and then in more specifically if we go in the details uh, basically what we do is uh, we basically do the discovery meaning understand the pathways how the virus gets into the human system what it does and then uh, kind of um, uh, see where it goes and then uh, oh, and then we use a lot of bunch of scientists working in the lab around um, like they are doing the masters or phd program or postdoctoral students and kind of brainstormed pick up the topic and then I think what can be done. We kind of make ingredients, a lot of things. Uh, and then assemble end of the day and see like the cooking. Wow, well, can we cook properly or not? Uh, and then uh, all these ingredients should be put together and see whether that works to um, uh, reduce the virus in a given cell type or... Uh, mm. Um, uh, an in vitro system and then once that expands and we understand oh that works and then we take into the in vivo system because most of the you know, time you have to translate a meaning uh, whatever it works in a test tube may not work in a human body mm-hmm. so that's why we have to have some living organism to test that and then um, we basically test if that works and then you know it goes uh, um, uh, into the IRB, IND and things like that Um, so that's the kind of process and then we finally discover and that kind of we confidence then we know that works and then we move into the clinic and then probably use that in a clinical system or what we call a space for clinical trials and then if that passes, there then we seek the approval and that's the kind of typical process of what we do in the lab Investigating and identifying some therapeutics to um, the overall goal is again to cure human diseases, and then we particularly work on our viruses in general, which causes the, um, pandemics or epidemics to human beings to keep happening.
0: Okay, um, um, viruses seem so just foreign to me it's i'm I'm trying to understand them more especially before speaking with you because i think um as humans we think of uh the the biggest impacts are when things of physical size like the the bigger they are the more impact they have but then when you're talking about viruses you have things that you know you can't see right with our human eye and they can create such havoc like we're experiencing now for the past few months with covid so um must be pretty amazing to have that sort of I don't know if this is the right term, but almost like this relationship with you know like microscope and, and looking at these things and trying to understand like why they do these things or how they they behave. Um, so, and we'll get into that here with uh, with your study. So, um, how did you decide? Okay, well, let's study cannabinoids as it relates to. SARS-CoV-2 how does that go about cabin?
1: So yeah so we were um, do, doing uh, some studies already cannabis in um, uh, HIV infection okay. and then you know this cannabis has a property called as antiviral um, um, antiviral property meaning uh, they can be used as uh, to especially uh, where we're interested in earlier studies uh, we have published several of these papers uh, in a uh, collaboration with, again, uh, Texas Biomed uh, Primate Research Center, uh, one of my colleagues, Mike Mohan. Uh, so, what we've shown is um, that uh, giving the low doses of cannabis or also called as uh, the THC into the, we worked in uh, monkey models, uh, uh, SIV infected animals, we give low doses of this dose.
0: What and low is, doses, I'm sorry, inter- low doses is how, would be how much?
1: Yeah, low doses are for THC. Um, the uh, so again, uh, there is it there, um. I cannot tell you off the top of my head exactly how oh, much, no
0: but like maybe like under 10 milligrams or so yeah, or
1: something like that under okay. 10 milligrams. So usually when we do some of these studies it's very critical um, to identifying the dose because uh, especially it cannot be some things like right. dose. they have uh, other psycho <laughs> effects right mm-hmm. So that's why it has to be optimized. Uh, it should have to be um, have non. Psychoactive effects. Mm-hmm. So, where, when we're doing that, what we found is that uh, uh, it reduces uh, inflammation, uh, especially in the, lung, in the gut. So, that's what we found. And then, uh, when we're studying uh, more and more, what it turns out to be, um, it has the capacity to reduce the inflammation in any uh, um, system, especially any virus uh, in general. And that's where uh, we kind of uh, thought, put some ideas, and that's why we wrote this paper. We thought it could be useful, it was COVID. And then when we went and looked at the literature, um, there are some studies that shown shown uh, in uh, small animal models and uh, Uh, it'll be uh, uh, very useful to inhibit the pro-inflammatory cytokine production, what we call. Uh, um, When that leads to the reducing the, uh, what we saw in the COVID uh, COVID, again, um, the cytokine storm. Uh, So that's where we thought, oh, this could be something useful. And then uh, we wrote honestly the opinion piece, and there is no data available right now using the CBD for uh, COVID at all. Um, there is a, very recently uh, there were some animal model studies were done, but um, um, it's need a lot of work to done uh, to really make that happen. Yeah. Um, so what we know is that based on our previous studies, properties of uh, uh, cannabis, and then we have done for other viruses. Um, and then based on all these things, when we put together as a package, we see that uh, this has a potential uh, can be used. And then also, you know, it's very easy to give. And then it's already, we know some doses and it is the same particular doses. And then um, some of this are CBD for FDA approved. With that, this could be very easy to go uh, right now to treat COVID. Uh, but I'll get into a moment a little bit later and again, you have to be careful again here. Yeah. CBD alone are not going to cure the COVID disease. It has to be clear. Um, so what it does is, uh, as I said, it has a very good anti-inflammatory properties. Any virus gets into the system, it starts um, 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 our inflammation goes high and because of the virus infect the cell, then what we're trying to do is not cure the virus. We want to, and that inflammation leads to so many other secondary problems in general. So what we are proposing is use this as an agent therapy, um, not direct therapy, um, the, the meaning that, so to when the person got the sick, they need another antivirus that antiviral can reduce the infection, put the virus down, not replicating and things like that, and then go with this same time, and, and the particular dose, and then whatever the virus, by that time cost, let's say a person got infected like a week back, six or one, or three days back. Or so virus got infected already, right? There is already some ongoing um, inflammation is exists in the body. So, because even though you take antiviral, for example, and then reduces the infection, but this inflammation is keep going. And once it starts, it's the one, some people goes lifetime, or some people like years. Uh, it all depends, uh, again, depending on the immune system of that person. So that's where we're proposing to take care of that inflammation, uh, whatever caused by these viruses and which cannot be completely cured by any antiviral or even in safe impact vaccine. So this probably can take care of that inflammation so that uh, that secondary effects could be controlled. That's the kind of idea what we wrote here. And then that's what we think uh, uh, that can be go. Uh, but only thing is, as I said earlier, uh, this is again, hypothesis. And then see the knowledge, what we gained. we studied overall several years, but this has to be proven. Um, so experiments have to be set up right now. And then, um, uh, so that's what we are trying to do. And then proven. once uh, we can at least uh, prove, uh, because again, um, the disease is different. Right, so that's the whole problem here. Uh, once we set up this experiment, and then uh, it's a proven little bit, and then good to go.
0: So then, uh, like you're saying, just to make sure I understand, because I, I poured over the your uh, article here, and, and not coming from a, a back or research background, yeah. uh, you know, making sure I understand. So you're saying this is not uh, the the theory here is not that cannabinoids or CBD or, or cannabis will cure COVID, it's just that you're trying to, um, to direct the attention to the inflammation that happens in the body when COVID enters the body, and so that with cannabis in general, that it, you're seeing that it reduces inflammation based on some of the research that you've done related to HIV and cannabis. Yeah. Okay, and then, so um, I know in the article and you mentioned uh, cytokines, so I had to look that up. So that's, uh, I guess that's an, an immune system protein.
1: Right.
0: right. And, and what does that do in the body?
1: So the, the cytokines are basically are uh, this kind of regulate the immune system. All right. Regulates. Uh, so- okay. When uh, it's regulation, so if they're higher or lower, and they will have different consequences of the the cytokine. So therefore, it is very important to, um, uh, they need to maintain the levels. When the virus infection, what happens is, uh, some of the cytokines um, um, increases their levels very quickly, and then that should not happen. When that increases, that leads to the, as I said, secondary effects, maybe lung function, liver function, gut function, this gets disturbed. So when that happens, so um, those get disturbed, then there will be uh, consequences. And then what we are thinking, what one, some of the cytokines increases, uh, especially in the COVID, that's where we have seen uh, uh, what we call as uh, uh, on the cytokine storm in the many COVID patients undergoing today. So we think, uh, that's just something due to happening the virus production, and then we're think, we think we the CBD can inhibit the production of those pro-inflammatory cytokines like interleukin 6 or IL-1 alpha or beta. Some of this so it is have the direct effect on those, and that's the kind of idea where we thinking we can control some of those secondary effects what happen with this virus infection using the CBD as a adjunctive therapy.
0: Okay. And yeah, the, the cytokine, uh, during, some, during some of this research, I stumbled across uh, cytokine uh, storms, yeah. um, which sounds like, like a nightmare. So apparently some folks that have this condition, are, or I guess some other diseases as well, that the cytokines, they're helpful in killing off some cells that are just malfunctioning. But then sometimes, um, and it seems like in some cases of people that have COVID, that there's too much, uh, I guess the, the cytokines go sort of haywire, and start attacking the entire immune system. That's where they call it the cytokine. Is inflammation the same thing as this cytokine attacking, or maybe you can define inflammation in the body?
1: Um, no, so what happened was um, uh, when the virus attacked to the body, right? So uh, when the virus got infection, um, there is a lot of um, things going in the body. Mm-hmm. So one of those things, what happens was um, the first thing there is the any foreign infection seen by the, somebody is a foreign us, right? We never exposed that. So when that happened, the first thing is what happens was some of these um, chemokines, cytokines goes up. Uh, because uh, our body has to fight against the disease, whatever comes in, and then it start like fighting about the immune, our immune system or something comes in. It's like a soldier, we don't know uh, what to do, then we try to fight with them and then to win. And that's kind of what body does, but many times it fails. Um, so that's what, when that happened, the cytokines and chemokines, it goes up when the something infection, and then um, so those are the issues when that um, chemokine and cytokine gets up upregulated, and then as other side, those will have secondary consequences, and then um, 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 those upregulation with the uh, general immune regulation. And that should not happen. Okay. That leads to the uh, what uh, what we are talking. about, since they get upregulated, our immune system get imbalanced. When that is imbalanced, uh, things happening. Uh, um, some of this what we call us, um, yeah. What we have seen in generally, uh, um, um, uh, ARDS, what we call acute respiratory um, uh, syndrome. Uh, that that happens in most of the patients when there is a the, uh, cytokine super and the dysregulation happen. But what we have seen during the COVID, this is becoming increasing. What what is happening than the COVID cases, and that that's the issue most of the time people face. And then what we thinking, so could we reduce that using the CBD? And then when we use that CBD, that can be reduced so that we can reduce the people going uh, undergoing ARDS um, um, uh, or cytokine storm. And so that at least, um, um, uh, because what it's, it's a cascade of events and virus impacts, it start very mild, then getting system, depending on the immune system of the person, how good they are to fight against the virus, and then the next consequences. So some people can able to fight, some can't because they may have secondary other uh, infections in their body or um, they are diabetic, they are, you know, many other complications for some going on. So that's why the maintaining this balance is very critical um, in order to not to get in there. that is a kind of idea um, uh, that inflammation is one of the things. The inflammation can happen many ways. Even stress also leads to inflammation. Or excess drinking leads to inflammation. Overthinking leads to inflammation. This is all connected to the brain. So that's why um, 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 well, that that's where the whole issue. So especially uh, when this happens, um, already people are. Very stressed out with the disease and what is happening. And then, top of the, it, tricks become, your body get uh, uh, dysregulated. And then, some of these uh, pro inflammatory cytokines are all getting increased, And there will be the secondary consequence, and that leads to the cytokine storm and things like that. So, that's where we're thinking probably CBD can help some of the um, uh, secondary consequences of the virus. And um, that's the idea what we wrote in this article.
0: Yeah, and that was. Um, I believe you mentioned something about you referenced a. Um, I'm trying to find it, but you were referencing um, Oh, okay, another study um, about the the uses of CBD with uh, patients that were recovering from Ebola disease. Yeah, and- Yeah,
1: so so yeah, right. So what happened was, uh, when the, during the Ebola pandemic, um, uh, the reason we, um, the Ebola pandemic again is the same issue like what we are going through right now. There is a lot of emotional stress. Uh, people after recording Ebola disease is like, uh, uh, Fearness, right? Oh, you got Ebola. Then he's recovering, and then you know, there is a lot of emotion going there. So when that happen, emotional stress and things like that, and it again leads to a lot of mental and uh, uh, mental stress. What people are going, they're suffering from an uh, anxiety and emotional stress in general. So uh, it's a kind of you know, uh, again, it's a, how your brain um, uh, deal with it as uh, a situation and. So th- that way, uh, where we are thinking, uh, there are some studies, yeah, what we reference back, uh, they also used uh, uh, the CBD uh, to come out of uh, um, this anxiety uh, um, and peer-associated, something like that. So th- that's another idea where we're thinking. We don't know the post-COVID situation, what's going to be, honestly a huge number of people are infected in the worldwide. And then depending on where they live, what they do, what kind of, uh, you know, this again comes with a lot of what I can call social determinants of health. Um, I think uh, you, you understand that. We wrote a beautiful article on that recently, uh, how to deal with the social determinants of health when uh, epidemic, something like that. So that's where, um, um, again, it's depending on the people, where they live, what occupation, whether they lost a job or they lost their uh, loved ones. So this all leads to a lot of mental stress. So that leads to the inflammation. That's, um, we're going to see that a lot. So that's the kind of idea where uh, um, uh, there is a place and we reference Ebola, because Ebola has done the same thing, uh, not in the United States, but uh, elsewhere it happened earlier. And then people have been through that. And then uh, and that's where some the paper where we referred, uh, they used uh, uh, CBD uh, to deal with some of this uh, uh, mental stress, emotional stress, uh, what people underwent. Um, so, But the only thing is to have to be careful, as I said, the dose they use. So then they become addicted. That's the biggest issue, what we're dealing with. Uh, mm-hmm. so that needs to be carefully thought, and then uh, we have to know uh, what, how much exactly, that's why we're, I, I'm still very, we're talking every day, we want to really do a, one of the nice uh, piece of animal studies to evaluate exactly the uh, what dose is required. And then once we have that answer, and then it will be easy to at least implement that in the, when coming to the uh, human diseases, and then so that uh, the doctors or uh, the physicians know exactly what to be prescribed, and then not more, and so that it can be controlled. Otherwise, the, as you know, some states, this is the legalized, and that's the fear. Uh, that uh, people can simply buy in the counter and then eat, and then we don't want that to happen. Yeah. <laughs> then it's something else, you know. Yeah. That, that's the kind of the uh, issue. That's where uh, we believe as a scientist. I want to be done nice, uh, systematic studies, and make sure we know everything that's taken care, and then and then we have a uh, uh, you know experiments and data generated. Basically, that data can uh, tell us where we to go. And that's the kind of idea. Uh, um, really, we're rethinking thinking has to be done more than uh, we think about. Oh, uh, oh, let's go give other CBD now. Now, absolutely.
0: Sure. Now. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, you're making a good point. That this is uh, sort of starting that thread of you know how this could be helpful. Uh, not proven yet. Uh, you know something when and again I don't read too many of these studies, but every once in a while, and something that is challenging sometimes in in trying to understand what was used in the research was uh what what kind of cbd product or oil was used was it full-spectrum? Was it an isolate? Uh, were there other cannabinoids or maybe terpenes involved?
1: Yeah, yeah. So some a lot of those are involved. So again, what we use is a regular, what is available from one of the companies uh, we call the CBD and TH. Those are the two. But uh, you are right. There are so many other plant extracts they have a good medicinal properties. That's another area of research. Uh, I know some of the research in Canada is studying on that um, to identify what kind of plant has a better uh, anti-inflammation properties. Um, and um, uh, But, um, so, but that needs to be uh, really uh, studied. Um, uh, so, but there are some. Um, uh, I saw I after my article, a lot of cannabis companies were calling us and kind of offering, or oh, we have this uh, new uh, uh, better ones and this, we believe these are better, could you guys test uh, and then confirm. Um, so there are looks like there are several of them out right now. Um, they're probably one maybe better than what we used in earlier in our experiment. So those are all the exa- uh, basically works. Uh, this has to be tested and then we uh, identify this is the right one and then it's a kind of idea and um, can go
0: yeah okay good well it sounds like a, a good benefit you get to try out a bunch of cbd products and yeah. see which one's the, the
1: yeah. best yeah. one yeah. for there, your research there are plenty of them are out honestly i know right. that several of them are out uh, and then there are, some of them are much better than some are other or, um, so that's again we have to try out
0: Right, right, okay, um, and so then, what's next, like what do you do with this stepping stone, if you will
1: um, so you guys yeah. specifically yeah so we we, we basically um uh, we really uh pushing hard to generate a lot of uh, um, uh, um, um, uh, in our, um, funding right now to uh, set up this experiment. We have ongoing studies on this uh, macaque. Models that are established and we have uh, we have already established THG and other diseases and then we have already also established a COVID research on macaques. We know how to infect, how to understand everything, but we need to set this up large scale of studies. So that's where we are putting our efforts and we're writing the grants to the NIH and I think that to win those grant is very tough. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, I've heard that the grant uh, sort of race is very challenging. Yeah. Um, is there uh, anything uh, that the public can do to help with that? Yeah,
1: public can help too. The, we, we are also open to raise philanthropy money. Uh, if, uh, if you can help us, uh, somebody interested on this, we're um, we ready to go. Honestly, we do have everything and ready, but we need some funding uh, to really test these things, so once tested and then can be published and then that can go um uh, immediately because we just worry about the post-pandemic post-covid era is a little bit going to be uh, challenging to deal with especially mental stress and mental issues with right. the people who are already infected yes um yes uh public uh, can help uh, okay what the, what's
0: the best way if somebody wants to help? Is there a link or a website? Yeah,
1: we have a link. Uh, um, they can uh, simply deposit and then uh, this will be taken care of by university. Uh, and then also they get um, uh, tax benefits, uh, whatever. Uh, they pay. Yeah, we do have a links. The public can um, contribute if they want or they can reach us out. If somebody, uh, there are different mechanisms. Our universities are very open uh, to set us up. Um, and then everything works very legal, um, absolutely no issues. Okay. Uh, we get, but well, we can get the, uh, some funding and then so that we can quickly do these experiments and then kind of, again, uh, write it up another peer-reviewed paper and everybody accept that. And then that can be going to the, uh, to me, the clinical trials is the uh, next thing to be also to be done at least some of this. So what I know, somebody contacted us from Israel they are pushing very uh, fast and they to do some clinical trials um, on the humans, uh, some of the CBD products.
0: Related so, to COVID?
1: Yeah, with the yeah. COVID. Okay. Yeah. Very so interesting. I think some of those studies all can come and at the same time, uh, some of the studies we do, in you know, using animal models and then that can be go hand in hand and then kind of use that as add a stick and then uh, we make something quickly okay. <laughs> helpful to the public. That's the yeah. kind of what uh, we believe.
0: Yeah, cool. That that's awesome. Well, that, I appreciate your work, and um, hopefully, a lot of other folks will be uh, be able to take advantage of it and you know continue on with that research, and and for you guys as well. And then, uh, so maybe after the recording, I'll get that link from you, and we'll post it in the show notes. So if somebody wants to uh, donate or help out in some way, they can do that okay. themselves.
1: That'll be, that'll, be, that'll be great.
0: Okay, great. So um, let's see if anybody. If you want to put this out there, if anybody wants to reach out and contact you, what's the best way to do that
1: oh you, uh, you yeah you can uh, send me uh, out and then uh, um, probably we can go over and then you can put it out not a problem
0: yeah great okay yeah.
1: well'll uh, send it to our university um uh, they have we have other departments, they can take a look, but usually um uh, because these are all published studies, they don't much bother.
0: gotcha, okay, sounds good so um. In the are you okay if I post the link to your bio page in the show yeah. notes? Okay, yeah. great. I will do that if somebody wants to reach out and connect. Yeah. And then um I, I know you have to run. So uh Dr. Bayer but uh sorry, ready? Did yeah. I say it right? Yeah. Right. All right, good. Yeah. I, I've been practicing for a couple days. So. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to make sure I, I honor your name. So uh thank you so much. I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man. And uh, so we'll um, we'll talk here after the recording, and just get a a little bit of info to put in the show notes. And uh, thank you for your work. Thank you for
1: what you're doing. No problem. Thank you so much. Uh, I appreciate it.
0: Hey guys. And before you go, this is Jason from Spectrum Labs. Please be sure to visit us on the web at thespectrumlabs.com for any show notes and links discussed in the podcast. Also, remember to click the subscribe button wherever you may be listening from so you get notified when our next episode comes out. And tune in next show and have a fantastic day.